Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show. And today we are joined by Joy Payne from Champion Comfort Experts. Joy, how are you doing? I'm so good. It's awesome. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. So, Joy, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell all of our listeners uh, more about your company? Yeah, sure. So, like you said, my name is Joy, and I am the marketing director for Champion Comfort Experts. Um, I also help with a little bit of the integration and different things going on with the company. Um, But we are located in uh, Flat Rock, North Carolina, which is about 20 minutes outside of Asheville, North Carolina. I know most people are familiar with that area. Um, and we have, um, been in business for 15 years now and counting. Um, and we just, we, we love what we do. Awesome. So are you all really kind of in like the mountains? Because I know Asheville is very mountainous. Is your service area kind of in the mountains? Yes, we are very much in the mountains. We're, um, right around Pisgah National Forest, DuPont State Forest. Um, Yes. (laughs) So what are some of the challenges that that presents being in the mountain area? Well, when it comes to marketing, um, we have a lot of issues with broadcasting. So because the mountains do create a little bit of an issue as far as getting the signal across um, the big mountains, that does hinder some, you know, uh, streaming there. But as far as getting around, um, I mean, I'm sure we pay extra for gas, but (laughs) nothing too big. Yeah. Are there like climate issues that affect any of like the uh, the systems that you all work on? No. So where we're located, we we have all four seasons. Um, you know, we we do have a maintenance program. A lot of our calls are ups. Um, but as far as seasonal issues, we don't really have a whole lot. Yeah. Well. You all certainly have really cool branding, and I'm excited to talk about this because I love baseball. Yeah. I can see that the logo is what appears to be a baseball player holding a wrench as a bat. What was the inspiration behind that? Yeah, so um, for probably 13 years, we were only heating and air, Um, and then – Back in 2019, we added plumbing and electrical. And when we decided to become like a full home service company, that's when we made the decision to just do a full rebrand. And it could not have been um, better timing and, and everything. We, what kind of prompted us to do it all is we're uh, partners or members of Nextstar Network. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but uh, they have a strategic partner called Kick Charge Creative. Mm-hmm. And we were put in contact with them and we did a lot of just dreaming up what we could, you know, do with our name, you know, with it being champion and Dan Antonelli and his, his team over there, are the ones who kind of gave us the game plan as to what we could do. And it just grew from there. So as far as where, I mean, we started, we had to completely revamp everything. So our name didn't change, but you know, our uniforms, our website, our, uh, branding materials, every single thing changed. Um, and it took, honestly, it's, it's still taken time and it's been two years since we did that. Um, but it is just what 
it's what sets us apart from our competitors. Yeah. So what was the motive behind making the the logo a baseball player? That was play on words, you know, champion comfort experts. We want and we pride ourselves on being the best um, in, in, in our area. And so it just pairs well with champion. Um, and I think people can relate to that. And on, and honestly, it's great for me marketing that because there's so many things that we can do with it. You know, one of the things that we've done is business cards. So like baseball cards, we've have all of our technicians have their faces on it and then their little bio on the back. And it's, it's just, it's a fun way. We have customers call us saying, Hey, I have, I have Kate and Joel's card, but I want, you know, DJs, they want to get the full collection, the full champion collection. Get them signed and autographed by the technicians. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. I've never heard of that concept before. You could even put like their stats on the back, their 20, 2021, how many installs they did or how many service calls they took. Yeah. There, there's lots of really cool things that we can do with it. I mean, on our website for the special offers, we have, um, instead of it just being, you know, like a little coupon, it's an admit like admission tickets as if they were going to baseball games. Um, so it's just honestly, anything that you can do branding wise that makes it stick more in, you know, a potential customer's mind. It's, yeah, it's really great. So I heard you mention that it's taken about two years to really, um, kind of revamp that brand awareness and it's still kind of a challenge. Uh, what are some of the things that you're doing to uh, promote your brand and to get the word out there that, you know, it's the same company, same service, et cetera? Yeah. So one of the first things that we did um, when, once we had finished our website was we had our marketing agency, our digital agency, agency create like a pop-up that said, Hey, previously this with our old logo. And then it had like a little arrow to our new logo, basically saying, Hey, we're still the same company. Um, but you know, we're still providing the same awesome service. We just Mm -hmm. updated everything. And then it was just kind of a waterfall effect from there, you know, sending out an email, um, we use service Titan marketing pro and we sent an email to all of our current customers, giving them an update, Um, and then most recently we had yellow dog creative come out and shoot some branding commercials for us. And that's what we're streaming on TV. We're using all of that audio for digital, uh, radio. And honestly, that's all we're pushing is branding hard because we, we want to make sure that the community understands we're the same, but we vamp. Yeah. So how do you, as a marketer, communicate the value of uh, branding to leadership of the company? Because I know sometimes, um, you know, leadership or you know, owners of, the, of companies, they can be super, get a lot of tunnel vision and just be super dialed in on leads, leads, leads. We don't care about anything but leads. So how do you communicate the value and show the value of branding to them? Yeah. So, um, this is something that I learned early is that it's really difficult to communicate those types of things to the people that aren't necessarily in the nitty gritty of marketing. And so what I've learned is that math before marketing always 
trumps marketing for like, like marketing first. And what I mean by that is, you know, typically your leadership in, in, in a company, they can understand the numbers, right? They understand we need to have 180 service calls this month or X, Y, and Z. And I basically had to create a breakdown of in order for this to work, this is why, or like in order for this to work, we're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. And then I break it down into what that looks like branding wise. So, Hey, this is going to be a social media post we're going to do this month. Hey, this is what our ad looks like on, on Google this month. Here's what we're sending out in direct mail. And once a month we have what we call our team leader meeting. Mm -hmm. And I will bring that content. I will bring an explanation and I will go over those pieces so that each manager knows from top down what we're doing so that they can take it to their, you know, their service meetings, their install meetings and get their people on board. Um, and additionally, what I do to help with that is each month I'll send out what I call a market source, which basically breaks down each level of marketing. So, digital, uh, guerrilla marking, all the different things. And I will give a visual to it and the campaign associated. And I'll talk about the reason behind it as if, as in why this matters for our company. And I send that out to everybody, um, at the beginning of the month. So they know here again. That's awesome. So which of those, uh, different campaigns or mediums that you all do, um, typically work the best for brand awareness? It's kind of hard. Brand is one of those things that's really hard to track. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we will, or what I will say is since we started TV, we started that back in March this year, we have seen our cost per click and um, for PPC and like online presence and everything like that drastically decrease. So we know that brand is working when we see those things, when those numbers line up. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's, you know, that's what I go off of to see if brand's working. And, and truth be told, brand is not just um, the color of your truck or the color of your uniforms or your name. It's, it's how your technicians talk in a home. It's how they interact with a customer. It's how... Um, they leave the space after they have installed a new unit. It's so much. And I think the buy-in happens there when Mm -hmm. every team member can get on that brand. Isn't just (laughs) what I do on the marketing side. It's a lot of what they do and how they bring different um, levels of expertise and different things to the company and to the brand as a whole. Yeah. Well, it plays into what the customer is going to say about your brand, which ultimately becomes the brand as well. You know, your reputation uh, in the, you know, the perception of your company to the consumers as well. Exactly. Um, And, you know, I think it's really important when you're thinking about brand is you have to know your, uh, your USP, which is, you know, your unique selling proposition. You have to know that you need to know your, um, your desired avatar. There's a lot of different pieces that come into play of, or for when you're building your brand or when you're, maybe you don't necessarily know what your brand is. You, there's no success when you can't have clear, 
um, expectations and, you know, everybody's on the same page. Yeah. So I, I heard you mention that the the cost per click goes down in your paid search campaigns be, as a result, either directly or indirectly because of brand advertising. Um, and I, I agree with that. I've seen that happen in the past because you're getting less people searching uh, or less people clicking through from search phrases, you know, that are non-branded, you know, AC repair near me, which could be a, you know, a six or $7 click versus someone Googling champion comfort experts. And then your ads there. And that's probably a dollar 10, maybe $2 at the most. Um, is that been kind of what you've seen with that? Yeah, I think, um, our, our average right now for brand cost per click is about $8. Oh, wow. Um, and so, you know, but typically average for a specific target for like HVAC, it's, you know, it can range between 40 and $60 in our market. Mm -hmm. Um, and so any, (laughs) if we could do more branding, the less money we have to spend, the the less, um, I know that it sounds weird to say the less marketing, but that, you know what I mean? Um, the less money I have to throw at a machine that (laughs) you don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, absolutely. And when you get those branded searches, nine times out of 10, that's going to convert into a customer because they already know what they're looking for. Um, so how do you all protect your brand from uh, being hijacked in paid search where someone might like advertise over top of you? So we rely a lot on our digital marketing agency to kind of guard against all of that. Um, and then if they, you know, for example, it's kind of perfect timing last week, there was a trademark issue where apparently Google's doing some, you know, updating on their end. And for whatever reason, there was a flag in our name in trademarks. And so Google shut down our, the, like our branded search, um, words that had anything that had champion comfort experts and, I would not have known about that had not our agency said, Hey, what's going on? And so they were able to get on the phone with Google and do all of the behind the scenes work that honestly is a headache. Um, and they did that for us and they'll just keep it, you know, live updates as to what's going on. Yeah. So how did, uh, how did 2020 in general, or the COVID pandemic, at least, how did that affect your business from a marketing standpoint? Yeah. So, um, from what I hear, I think all the (laughs) home service companies that I've heard from, they had a great year and we were not an exception. We grew actually by 20%. Wow. Um, as far as marketing plan, yes, there were some changes that had to be made. Um, I didn't spend everything that I was expecting to, but it just, it just shifted. You know, um, we took on more of a community mindset, um, and we're able to help teachers in the community. Um, we had a a great special, we did a BOGO offer for our, um, our fall tune-ups and we offered that to some teachers in the area. And so basically it was a BOGO special where you pay for this season's tune-up and get the next one free. And yeah, so we went in there, we fed the teachers, um, and 
it's just been a blow up. It's just been so many different things. We did it with teachers. We did it in a mailer to prospective customers. Um, but as a whole, it was a great year for us. And, and now we're, we're trying to just make sure we match (laughs) what we did last year. Well, that's, that's amazing that you grew 20% and you didn't spend all of your marketing budget. Yes. She said, right. Yeah. And a lot of that honestly is due to co-op as well. So we use our manufacturers, distributors like Ream, um, mm-hmm. and they helped a lot with us or they helped us a lot with our direct mail pieces. And I strategically plan those out so that I know if we're going to be spending a lot of money all in, you know, say January, February, I will use our co-op dollars then instead of you know, June or July when there's less, um, when, when we don't need as many demand calls. Um, so it just shifts, you know, you can make a marketing plan and say, you're going to have X amount percent spent, Mm -hmm. you know, for marketing and then something like COVID happens or, uh, you know, seasonality, weather just doesn't happen the way that you expect it to. Um, you have to just constantly think on your toes. Yeah. What are some of the results that you've seen from those direct mail campaigns? Sure. So um, we partnered with a company called Blue Wing, and they do all of our all of our direct mail. And last year, on a piece that we spent sent to about twenty five thousand prospect customers, so far we have seen um, over two hundred thousand dollars in revenue, um, and that just keeps growing. Wow. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to wait on it sometimes mm-hmm. because we'll go out to a customer's home and, you know, they may not need a replacement then, they may not need a repair then, but when you go back out in six months or nine months or however long, then, you know, there, there might be some other issues. Uh, and, and, and all of our technicians are also trained to talk to them about our other trades. So they're going in there on a tune-up, but they're also trained to go in there and look for, you know, is there a lot of extra plugins, you know, that we could get like a, an electrician out there or is there, are they having sync issues? Are they, you know, all the things. And so I think that's really important for service technicians for all the, team to be on the same page as far as, yeah, you're going out there for HVAC, but you're not just going out there only for HVAC. Yeah. So what's the, do you know what the response rate is on like for you all, for example, like 25,000 people, that's a lot. Like what's, mm-hmm. what's the response rate on that? Probably like two or 3%. Yes. It's about, it's about that. I don't have the numbers right here with me, but I um, was actually talking to the owner about it a couple of weeks ago. And I, I remember if I can remember correctly, it's around there. Yeah. Yeah. Direct, I've heard that direct mail is like everyone dogs it, but it's still really effective in my opinion, especially if you uh, like you have your own standalone postcard. Mm-hmm. It's not Valpac or something like you have like an actual like five by seven postcard. Those can be really effective. Yeah. And, and truth be told, I think it's all about your strategy. Um, and Blue Wing, we partner with them because what they did for us was we sent them all of our customer data through Service Titan, and they did a full evaluation on that um, information to tell us, hey, most of your customers are, you know, aged 35 to 75. They live in a home worth, you know, 
um, like it'll give you the home worth, the annual income. And then from there, they're able to create um, specific prospect lists that are going to be, you know, that would best suit our customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what makes the difference in a successful direct mail campaign is you have to know who you're sending to. You can't just say, Oh, it's going to 25,000 people. We're just going to take a shot in the dark and hope it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to know your audience. You have to know who's likely to buy from you. You know, um, in, in our industry, we try and cater to the equipment over age, over the age of 10. Um, and so if we're running or we're trying to get push replacement, we're going to push to those people. You know, we're not going to push to the, the new construction homes. Yeah. Um, so it's, and that's where it all comes back together of you have to know your customers. You have to know your, um, your goals, um, what it looks like to actually win. Mm-hmm. Um, champion. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about doing marketing in the, in the uh, trades? I love that I get to have my hands in everything. Um, I know that it it comes with the territory marketing is, you know, you're going to, you need to know a little bit of everything. Um, And truth be told, I had zero marketing expertise before I started working at Champion Comfort Experts. And I was trained um, in everything that I know. But my favorite thing is being like being able to network with other marketers and listen to honestly just really seasoned marketers and business owners tell me, you know, the do's and the don'ts. I I listen to podcasts regularly. I reading regularly and it's, there's always so much information to learn. There's not like, Oh, you can just arrive and you know, (laughs) I know all marketing. It's a always trending differently. Mm -hmm. One thing will work this month, but it won't work next month. Um, and being able to have that, you know, that's a, it's a big responsibility, um, in a company. And it's, it's one that I take very seriously, but it's something that I enjoy because, um, it's a challenge. Um, and I love a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. Test fast, fail fast. Yeah. They say, yeah, and that's that's a problem I I see a lot with marketers is like they they want to pretend like they know everything, but it's like it's totally okay to be new at something and be like I I don't know how to do that, but I can learn and become the best at it, or at least become good enough at it to help the company succeed. Yeah, yeah. My background is I have a bachelor's in in professional writing, so it is not at all similar to marketing. Um, but I will say that I have found a career, Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I can stay in. It's something that honestly, I never even knew that was, you know, available to me. And I'm, I'm very passionate about sharing with other women that, Hey, there's a place for you in the trades. Um, and that, you know, I get to work from home. So what I do, I get to work from home remotely, and that's just, you can't, you can't get better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. And a lot of, uh, especially in like marketing and advertising, a lot of that has gone remote mm-hmm. and 
um, which has opened up the the world of opportunities for people because you no longer have to be located in you know in Asheville or in Charlotte or Raleigh. You could be in Florida and work for someone in Virginia or North Carolina. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Joy, I uh, I really do appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. Um, what are some ways that people can learn more about your business uh, if they're interested in checking out your cool branding or your website? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us online. Our website is www.callchampion.com or you can find us on all the social platforms at Champion Comfort Experts. Um, and if you have any questions about marketing, um, I would love to talk to you and yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening and, uh, you're looking for a new fun marketing podcast to listen to (laughs) the HVAC smart HVAC marketing podcast is, uh, is definitely a good one. (laughs) Self-acclaimed. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, Joy, I appreciate you and I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks so much. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.